Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, today I want to talk about being present. You know, the second, this is very sad, but the second that my Mimi passed away, it was actually on Christmas morning, which I thought was pretty crazy. Um, It's actually a beautiful thing for her because that was her favorite holiday and she was very close to the Lord. And so that would probably be her ideal situation, but it was obviously devastating. No matter when it would have been, it would have been devastating for us. But anyway, she, um, the second that she passed away, pretty much like the day she passed away, I realized how incredibly present she was. She was always fully there. There was never somebody that would be more important than you in the room. There was never somebody that she was looking over your shoulder to see. She was never looking at the door. She was never checking her phone. She wasn't looking at her watch. She was only looking at you. She was fully present in the conversation. And what that did is it bred a trust and a a feeling of certainty where I knew that as I was telling her my stories from the cute guy at the Starbucks line to, you know, trauma in my heart about whatever. <laughs> the myriad of things that I've I've dealt with and brought her. She became such a trusted confidant because I knew that I was highly valued by her. And now in this world, like it's so rare to have uninterrupted eye contact. It's almost creepy. Like you have to like throw your eyes off a little bit more because so few people have good social skills that it can almost be too much for people. Now I'm still a good, a big eye contact person. I love it. But it's amazing how fast all the face to face interactions are are going downhill. We all know this. This is not a new revelation. But I just have been really endeavoring to show up for my life and to be present and to be here and and to be aware of what's going on. And and you know, it's easy to start numbing out because it hurts. The pain gets so oh, intensified. It, it's it, the pain is the pain that happens when you show up to life can be so great. But I feel like at least you're feeling and you're alive. Like that means that you're here. And I'd rather feel pain than feel numbness, which I think a lot of people would disagree. But I just believe that, you know, how deeply you love a lot of times is how deeply you hurt. And I just choose to live a life that I am constantly present. And that has been extremely painful. And I can just tell you from firsthand experience how painful that is, but I would have it no other way. And the reason is I feel like however much I'm willing to invest and to be fully committed and in the moment with um, the person or the situation or whatever it is that I'm working on, you know, it's high, it's high risk, but it's high yield. And that's how I feel about life. And you know, so many times you see like the walking dead and you see like zombified coma, you know, infested people, like where it really truly feels like people are like walking around and they're not attending their own life. They're not there for the meeting. They're not showing up for the meeting. They're like, I would rather the, it's, it's fascinating as I'm watching it and something I do frequently is I evaluate where am I at, where am I wanting to go, and what's the difference between that, and what do I have to do today to get myself closer to where I want to be. 
And it's painful to face off with yourself. I see why people don't. I also understand years of depression and discouragement and addiction and all those different variables. You know, I get that. I've had I've had really weird hard years or of course I get hit with bizarre things like we all do. But what I'm talking about is not living free from that. I'm talking about being present in spite of that. And I feel like that's the the temptation is to just kind of check out and exist. But then all of a sudden, all these things are flying by. We're missing the shooting stars and we're missing the beautiful parts of life that even though it can be really painful to um, stop and be present for, it's so worth it in the long run. I would much rather live a life that feels pain, but that also feels the pleasure of being present. So I just want to encourage you, what is it that you can do today that makes, um, you know, you kind of more awake? Like what, what do you have to do for me? You know, one of the things that I do to be more present in my life is I have a life meeting with myself. And this is one of my tricks that I, I use. I sit there and I literally will write on the top of the page, life meeting with myself. And then I write the date and one of the bizarre things, but it works for me is that I will say to myself, okay, if I had an agent that was invested financially in my life, what would they be encouraging me to do right now? What would they be telling me to do? What would my next move be? And that really helps me to operate. It sounds kind of dumb, but you know what? It works for me. Whatever works for you is what works. That's the right thing. That's the other thing. The thing that you will do is the right next move to make, meaning You know, we could look at all these workouts, all these diets. Why have I not been blogging through all my diet experience? It would have been so popular because it's hilarious. My CrossFit years of when I got really jacked and like my neck started getting thick and definitely wasn't my goal. Um, You know, my my time, I literally, I feel like I've measured my food. I've gone to the meetings, you know, where you're like weighing on the scale in front of everyone and it's like mortifying and then also wonderful sometimes. It just depends how your week was. I mean, I've gone through all these times with um, all these diets and all these things, but really the thing that will work, the right thing to do is the thing that you'll do. That's the thing that will work is the thing that you'll actually do. And it's easy to do these really extreme things. I'm great at them. You should hear the stuff I've done, like get everything out of the pantry, get everything out of the refrigerator. We're going at it again. We hate grains. We love grains. We hate cheese. We love cheese. We pretty much always love cheese. But you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's so extreme. We need more protein. We hate protein. I was a vegan for three weeks. That was fun. You know what I'm saying? It's like I read a book. I saw a documentary. Now clear the shelves. And honestly, I have done it hundreds of times, hundreds of times. So this is what I finally concluded. The thing that will work for me is the thing that I'll do. So I have been working really hard to just stay balanced and to stay consistently balanced, eat less, eat more things that are from the earth that my body identifies and recognizes instead of all this crazy fake stuff. And that's how I've been living and it's working. So great, we'll take it. But the thing that works is the thing that you'll do. So instead of doing a crazy extreme workout thing, I'm doing something that's simple, but I'm doing it consistently. I had a friend that simplified things for me recently, kind of explained things in terms that would just like, a light bulb went off and it was so simple. I thought, that's it? Why don't you just have a show? Because you're the one that should do a podcast. You say things and it's so simple. 
And it's true. It's like whatever you will actually do every day is the right thing to do. So I think that that kind of gets you unstuck and frees you up. So anyway, back to my life meeting. So when I have the life meeting with myself, these are the things that I do. I evaluate where am I right now? Where am I at in my roles? Where am I at as a daughter, as a friend, as an employee, as an employer? Where am I at with all of that? Am I doing okay with that? Am I, am I, have I been a good daughter? And maybe I've been a little bit MIA. Maybe I'll take my dad to lunch or maybe I'll bring my mom flowers, uh, you know, or maybe I'll go on an adventure with my brothers and do something fun and kind of sew into that role. You know, I'm doing good with being a sister. I'm, I'm being, I've been a good sister to my sister, but what do my brothers need? What can I do to fill their tank? Maybe I'll write them an encouraging letter and put it in the mail, whatever. This is honestly how I think. Okay. So then let's go to my tanks as I'm having a life meeting with myself. I believe that we are spirit beings and that we have this mind and emotional realm and that we also, which I think are very important, and we also live in this body. So all those things are important. So if when the, the way that we're the most balanced when all those tanks are full and they're working humming in harmony. So sometimes with my tanks, let's say that I feel completely depleted in my body. I haven't been sleeping. I haven't been taking care of myself. I'm starting to look crazy. You know, my fake tan's wearing off and I'm looking crazy or I need to whiten my teeth because of so much coffee and tea, whatever. Whatever it is, it's always something. And I just go back around and I tend to that and then I go to the other thing and tend to that and tend to that and tend to that and tend to that. And once those things are, when everything's humming and working as it should and it's operating uh, in a way that it's all balanced, I feel like that's my best, that's my best self. That's my best I'm doing my best. I have the most to offer when I've taken care of myself. And it's really hard to do that because it's easy to start feeling like, um, you know, I'm a martyr and everyone else needs to go first. And I don't know where all that came from, but you know what? It doesn't. I, I'll, I can tell you where it can go because it definitely is not healthy. It's not a healthy way to live where you feel like you're supposed to be last on the list. You know, uh, the moms out there that I know are listening, I'm telling you, it's really important. I say this all the time to all my, my friends that are, are moms. The best thing you can do for your kids and your husband is to take care of yourself. That truly is the best. And I know I'm not a mom or a wife, so it's like so annoying for me to give advice into that way, area. But you know what? I do know this is true. This is true. So if you can tend to yourself, you have so much more to offer everybody else because you're happy. I would much rather have 20 minutes with a happy mom than three hours with a miserable mom. Hello. That's the truth. We all know that's the truth. I feel like I'm, I'm saying something that's like, I'm not allowed to say, but it's really true. I feel like that. So I feel like if we can tend to ourselves, like be exercising, like that whole thing of even just the, the physical, like when you're exercising, you're working on looking the best that you possibly can, seeing what you can make your body do, like how can we make this thing as fit as possible, right? Um, you know, you're using deodorant, you're fixing your nails, you're grooming, you're, you're taking care of yourself where you feel better. You're, you're not just schlepping it together all the time, which I definitely schlep it together for sure. And then that's times when my body tank is depleted and maybe, maybe my mind and my soul are doing awesome and I'm, I'm like really thriving in those areas. And sometimes they're all just run out and I feel crazy and I'm like, don't talk to me and I don't wanna see anybody. That happens to all of us. And then you just slowly have to muscle up and start taking care of yourself one thing at a time. And that's something that I've learned too is nobody else knows what you need because we hardly know what we need. So something that one of my friends, Coach Joe taught me 
is you start treating yourself like a baby, which I literally laughed when he said this, but as he explained it to me, it's changed my life where you literally start with the basics. Have I had water today? No. Okay. Have I had enough greens today? Have I had enough protein today? Have I um, taken care of myself? Have I slept enough? Probably not. I'm working on this. So yes, now, yes. Um, you know, have I resolved any conflict that would be making me feel irritated in my soul? Um, mostly anything that's as much as it's up to me, I have, I think, you know, and I start going through this list of things, um, and start treating myself like, what is it that I would do if I love myself? What would I do to take care of myself? He even talked about keeping your environment clean because you love yourself. You would fix everything up if somebody that you loved was coming over. So why don't you keep things clean because you love yourself? I was like, ah, that's a great idea. I never thought of it like that. And just kind of tending to yourself in a way that it treating yourself like you're someone you love. And that really helped me as I have uh, endeavored to become better. I feel like the more that I love myself and take care of myself, the better I am for everybody else. The more I have to offer and uh, the easier everything becomes. So I just want to encourage you that as you're endeavoring to tend to yourself and take care of yourself, that you can see things clearly as you're supposed to and that you know what it is that you need when you need it. One of the other things that's really helped me is to picture the ideal version of myself. I just lay there and I try to picture what does the ideal version of Chelsea look like when she enters into a room? How do people respond to her? What does she wear? What does she act like? And as I visualize her, I've noticed that it helps me to start acting like her more and to kind of pull myself together and challenge myself to be better and get further down the road with things. I think that it's easy for us to, you know, just exist. It's so easy to just numb out and exist. But if you wake up to your life and kind of acknowledge, man, I'm not where I want to be. You know, I believe every year we should be better than we were last year. And the only way to do that is if we face off with where we're at every day and doing it in a good way. I start my morning, you know, a lot of people are in big routines, which is great. I love routine, but I start my morning going, where can I see myself today? That helps me to picture it and it kind of helps me to navigate where I take my steps. So I just want to encourage you. I appreciate you tuning in with me today and I'm really excited. I feel like there's a lot more stirring in me for these podcasts and I can't wait to see what happens next. Have an awesome day and I'll be back to talk soon. 